Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. Hi, my name's Ren, and my best friend Drac is a vampire. Oh, but before you freak out, let me explain. Drac isn't like other vampires. He doesn't thirst for blood. He thirsts for knowledge. Each week, we hop into the coffin of curiosity for a spectacular adventure to learn about everything and anything, from how the sun works to why we burp. We have lots of fun, so join us. I promise that the only thing Drac will drink up is information, okay? Worst case scenario, he squirts you with some sunscreen. Search for Drac on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts for the ride of your life. Whee! Hi, I'm Tanya Infinity, and this here is my best friend, Gertie. Hello! Gertie is a Galapagos tortoise. We're the oldest living land animal on the planet. I'm 186 years old. Wow, that's older than my grandma. And I'm eight. That's younger than my grandma. Oh, also, Gertie has a time-traveling shell. Together, we can go to any time we want and learn all about history. Who knows where we'll go today? Time-traveling Tanya and her best friend Gertie Learning all about the past on a tortoise shell that moves so fast Who knows where we will go today? Could be anywhere or any day History is right here with us with time-traveling Tanya and Gertie! Happy birthday to you! Thank you, Tanya! That's very sweet Oh, so, so many more! Scooby I said thank you! Sorry. I just love birthdays so much, and I have the perfect birthday present for you. You do? Today, I'm going to let you pick where we go on our time-traveling adventure, anywhere you want. What a thoughtful gift. Hmm, where to go? I guess since it's my birthday, we should go to my birthplace to see my family. A family reunion? Love it! You know the drill. Hop on my shell and buckle up tight. We're headed to the Galapagos Islands. Islands? Yes! Sunbathing in coconuts, here I come. I've always wanted to go to an island. If you don't know, an island is when there's a big chunk of land surrounded by water like a lake or an ocean or maybe a... Yeah, I know. I was born on one, remember? But the Galapagos Islands aren't just one island. There are many islands in a row like a chain. A chain of islands is called an archipelago. Archipelago. Nope, I'll never remember it. We're in the year 1835, the year I met a scientist named Charles Darwin. Hey, we're supposed to be visiting your family. Now you're trying to sneak science up on me. (laughs) Charles Darwin was born in 1809 in England. He had many scientists in his family, but he wasn't a very good student. 
Still, he went to college and his professor encouraged his interest in nature. My mom always says it's good to follow your interests because you never know where they could lead. Darwin's interest would definitely lead him somewhere unexpected. One day, he was approached by Captain Fitzroy of the HMS Bagel Ship. Captain? Like a pirate? Ahoy, matey, mend the bow, shiver me timbers, and walk ye old plank. Kind of. Captain Fitzroy was studying the land around South America. He needed to measure and design the boundaries to make a map of it. Aye, a map to me buried treasure. Captain Fitzroy also needed someone to study the animals and plants they came across, because no one had done that in the Galapagos Islands. He needed a naturalist, a scientist who studies nature. So in 1831, when he was only 22 years old, Charles Darwin joined the five-year voyage of the HMS Beagle. Five years? Trust me, it wasn't easy. Oh, Chucky D. Tanya, meet my friend Charles Darwin. Hi, Mr. Darwin. The Beagle voyage will by far be the most important event in my life. It determined my whole career. As they sail from island to island, Charles collects samples of all the plants and animals he comes across. I write down and draw pictures of everything I see. Okay, but do you color in the lines? Dear diary, the black rocks are heated by the rays of the sun like a stove. The plants also smell unpleasantly. Oh, it's the plants I'm smelling. I thought that was you, Gertie. The marine iguanas along the shores are hideous-looking creatures, stupid and sluggish in their movement. But in the water, they swim with perfect ease and swiftness. Hmm, interesting. Interesting indeed. Wait. Uh, why is that interesting? Because Darwin is seeing how different animals work in their environment. And he's about to discover something amazing. Ooh, like a giant pit filled with cupcakes, the biggest ice cream sandwich ever made, a humongous bubble you can float inside of? Oh, no, finches, birds. Yeah, I don't get it. Tell you what. Hop back on my shell. Ooh, where are we going to time travel to this time? Actually, this time, we're going to move at normal speed like a regular tortoise. Come on. Wow, you're a great swimmer. Thanks. So a finch is a tiny bird here on the Galapagos Islands. As I swim from island to island, notice about the finches. Hmm, well, they pretty much look all the same to me, only, well, their beaks are a little different from each other. That's right! And why do you think that is? Because they all have a unique fashion sense? No, I think it's because the finches need a slightly different beak shape to adapt to their island's specific environment. Ha! <laughs> Mr. Darwin, you startled me. I didn't know you were following us. Just doing my everyday observing and researching. And what Darwin observed was that each particular type of finch was to survive on the only kind of food that's available on their island. It makes me wonder, how are each of their beaks perfect for each of their environments? He knew there had to be an explanation. There has to be an explanation. But this was just the start of Darwin's discoveries. Come on. Time to meet my family. Oh, yeah. The whole reason we're here. That and, seriously, 
Where can a girl get a good coconut around here? Tanya, meet the fam, the Galapagoses. Whoa, look at all the tortoises. At my family reunion, we just have baked beans and coleslaw. Here in 1835 is right when Charles Darwin is forming his theory or explanation for the difference in the animals on the island. He was especially curious about my family. The tortoises were so big, when I first met them, I tried to ride them. Yeah, we only let eight-year-olds ride us. <laughs> Sorry about that. Pretty embarrassing. Well, you can definitely tell your family. You all look so much alike. But wait, <gasps> actually, you all look a little different too. Yep, some of us have shells that rise in the front like a saddle. They lift their heads high to eat cactus or fight for food. Others, like the dome-shaped tortoise, live on an island where there's lots of plants close to the ground, so they don't need to raise their heads up to My cousin's neck is shorter than mine because where he grew up, the plants are near the ground. And Gertie eats insects and tadpoles, so she needs a longer neck to reach out and grab them. Bugs, yuck! Bugs, delish! All of us tortoises are related, but we all have different traits. Depending on the specific island you live on, like the finches. Exactly! Plus, as you know, tortoises are the oldest living land animals on the planet. This made Darwin think... They must be able to live so long because they change over time in the specific way they need to. Nature is selecting the strongest animal to survive. This theory would eventually be known as natural selection. I'll prove that all living creatures struggle to survive. Those with the most helpful traits, the thing that makes them unique for their environment, will live longer and pass those traits on to their children. To think, Gertie, you started out as one of those adorable tiny baby tortoises and evolved to visit from the future. Whoa! You evolved to have a time-traveling shell? Not exactly. See, I went to a local inventor to see if they could make me just a little bit faster. And, whoopsie! <laughs> oh well, happy accident. But we don't want to mess up your research. We better get back to the now. Hop back on my shell, Tanya. Bye, Mr. Darwin. Good luck with all the nature. Bye. Good to see you again, Gertie. Wow, Charles Darwin was a great man. I just wish I could have also met that pirate, Captain Fitzroy. He's not a pirate. To say thank you for bringing Charles Darwin to the Galapagos Islands. Again, he's not a pirate. In 1859, Charles Darwin would present what would become one of the most well-known books ever written on the origin of species, because the word origin means the point or place where something begins. It took many years for him to convince other scientists, but Darwin was confident in his findings. He carefully tested his ideas and made discoveries that led to the theory of evolution. He's known as one of the greatest scientists to ever live. Do you like to laugh? 
Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you. And the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts. Podcasts.